I um, started having ideas of my own and I thought, hey, it'd be fun to kind of write these things down. I didn't I didn't actually think it would go anywhere. And I actually didn't tell anybody about it at the time. I was sort of like a closet writer. I wouldn't tell anybody what I was doing because I was just so concerned maybe that people would think it was silly and um, wouldn't support it. So I I kept quiet about it and, and just kind of started writing. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Laura Snyder wrote a book. Uh, I am Chris Snyder, proud husband here with my wife, Laura. Say hello. Hello. And what we're going to do in this podcast is really just kind of explore the process from going from inexperienced writer to writing a book, finishing a book, finding an agent, finding a publisher, and just ultimately getting that book published and, and just kind of what that process is all about and what, what it was like in, in Laura's case. So maybe uh, to begin with, why don't, why don't you just um, catch us up to speed on kind of where we are right now, right? What's the name of the book? When does it come out? Where can people get the book? The book is called Witch's Quarters. It will be released um, on o- October 9th. Right now, it is available for pre-order through Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, you can get it from the Clear Fork website, which is my publisher. Um, and there's links to all these places on my website, um, laurasnyderstories.com. Okay. So why don't you start out and just, just tell us what, what is the book about? The book is about four siblings um, that are taken to a different world, a world called Nova, when they use American quarters and drop them in a um, in a coin bank, they're taken to this world. They land there. Um, there's some strife in the family already uh, between the two oldest siblings that disagree about essentially everything in life. So once they get there, they continue to disagree. Um, the reader and uh, the characters land there without really knowing who's good and who's bad. There's witches, um, there's some animals that are are talking animals, and the two oldest siblings disagree about, you know, where, how to get home and who they should trust, and and that's really where the book goes from there. Um, At its heart, the book is really about greed and power, and how those can corrupt individuals, and um, how the wanting of things that you haven't necessarily worked for or deserve um, breeds really evil and, and bad things. Okay. In this episode, we want to focus on kind of the writing process and, and how you you know uh, accomplished completing a book. Uh, and getting it worthy of being published. Um, so w- what is your background in writing? I have no background in writing. Um, I went to law school. Um, I'm a lawyer, practicing lawyer now, practicing criminal and family law. Um, but my undergraduate degree was in political science. I maybe took one writing course in undergrad. I think I was the summer before my freshman year I took some summer courses and um and 
I took the original English 101, which was required. Um, aside from that, I didn't do really any writing um, other than the writing necessary for, for legal writing, which is not at all even close to what you do for creative writing. So then what made you decide to write a book, right? If, you, if having the background in writing wasn't where you came from, what, what led you to want to write a book? Because I love books and I, I listen to a lot of audiobooks and I read books and I just, I love them so much and they're, and, and I really consume a lot of books. I mean, I probably, I don't even know, I probably go through 10 or 15 audiobooks a month and at least five or six written books. Um, so it's really that love of books that kind of started the process. I um, started having ideas of my own, and I thought, hey, it'd be fun to kind of write these things down. I didn't, I didn't actually think it would go anywhere, and I actually didn't tell anybody about it at the time. I was sort of like a closet writer. I wouldn't tell anybody what I was doing because I was just so concerned, maybe, that people would think it was silly and... Um, wouldn't support it so I I kept quiet about it and and just kind of started writing so once you once you started writing uh, what were the challenges that you started to to face in terms of you know actually getting something worthy of publication that I didn't know what I was doing I had, I mean, I just had this idea and I would just go with it. And and you were the one that introduced me to some writing books that I started reading. And one of them was On Writing by Stephen King. And, and I think his writing style is a lot like my writing style, which is just sit down and write. But some of the challenges with that are you can get off on a whole different direction, which could be good, but a lot of times it's bad. So... Um, I think my first project, which never will make it anywhere, and I never finished, um, it was just terrible. It was, it was all over the place. The writing wasn't good. I hadn't had an English class in forever, so my punctuation was terrible. Um, there, it was. It just it just wasn't good. So, um, but again, in in Stephen King's on writing book, he says read a lot, write a lot, and you'll become a better writer. And and so that's you know what I did, and I was having fun too. So I I just kept writing and writing and writing, and and went from there. Okay, so obviously Stephen King's book. Were there other books, other things that kind of helped you improve your writing? I think. Anne Rice's book, Bird by Bird, was a good book to read. Um, being part of a writing group, that definitely helped my confidence for sure. Um, I wouldn't say that that necessarily made my writing better because I think that the group was too nice to me um, where they didn't you know, cut me down in places that I... I needed to be cut down but again at that time it was so early in in my writing and I was just kind of coming out and telling people what I was doing um it was also 
a really good thing that they weren't doing that because it continued to encourage me to do more writing um, because it made me think, oh, so I'm actually okay at this. So um, I think the writing group was helpful with my confidence so then I could go to people. I had the confidence to go to other people who would actually be really critical in a way that was uh, helpful in changing the book and changing my writing into something better. Um, and then what about your writing process? Because what, what, what I recall is you would wake up very early in the morning and be sitting at the kitchen table, and I assume you were, that's when you were writing. Yes, that's when I was writing. It was early in the morning, I think best in the morning, and it's quiet. Nobody's really around. My phone's not ringing. Nothing's even happening on social media. I, everybody's asleep. So it's a really good time to write if you're a morning person, which I am. So what I would do would be I'd get up at 4, 4.30, 5 every morning and just sit down and drink coffee, a lot of coffee, and write as much as I could. And um, that's kind of really how I, I got through the initial version of the book and then how would you describe your your writing style or your approach to writing I guess I mean you mentioned before that Stephen King talks about read a lot write a lot so if you read a lot of writers blogs and things written by other writers they say are you a pantser or are you a plotter and what they mean is do you if you're a plotter you sit down and you write the whole plot from beginning to end which I believe is what JK Rowling did with all of her books Um, or are you a pantser like Stephen King and do you just sit down and write and the characters kind of create themselves and um, both are obviously worked for those two people so I I don't think that any way is right or wrong. Um, I am more of a pantser. I'm trying my next book. I'm trying to be more of a a plotter and see if that kind of saves me some time because as, as a pantser, um, I just spend a lot of time editing and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting. So I would say that, um, you know, that's my style to just sit down and write and see where the characters come from. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe that's how I'll continue doing it. Um, but I'm trying the other way. Um, but I will say that it's more fun to just sit down and write because sometimes characters surprise you in what they're doing. And, um, and, and it's, I think it's a soup, it's just a fun way to do it. So I'll probably ultimately just end up going with that route moving forward um but we'll see all right so i know remembering all this may be difficult um but because you there's several books you've been working on everything's been working on but so so witch's quarters right the book that's coming out um very soon how long do you think it took you to write you know the the first draft of that that was ready for you know, to be seen by publishers, I guess. What? How long do you think that process was? Probably a year. Probably 
a year, maybe a little bit longer, a year and a half. Well, I'd say a year until I had an agent that was interested in it. And then about another six months after that, working with her to get it in a better version for publishers to see. Okay. Because, I mean, it just seems like you wrote a lot faster than that. It seems mm-hmm. like suddenly you'd be like, hey, I got another book done <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> um, but so, I mean, I think you, you probably had some some version of that sooner. Right. Or yeah. I probably ha- I had the whole thing probably done in six months, but then I had to set it aside and I started working on something different and then I would go back to it. So, um, I mean... So it was ready to go to an agent probably a year, but probably six months or less on the very first version before setting it aside from start to finish. Um, were there, I guess when you think back to your, your writing when you first started out, like what, what were some of the things that you were doing incorrectly then or things that you didn't know then um i didn't realize how bad i was with punctuation um but some of the things that i didn't know so uh, some of the things that i've learned that i didn't know then maybe from other writers and from my own writing process really are to edit as you go Um, it's a lot easier, you know, you write a chapter, go back to it and read through it and there will be little changes that you want to make and make sure you get it to a pretty good position that, that you feel good about at that point. You're going to have to go back and edit it. I mean, I, I've had to go back and edit things that I thought were great at the time that I was writing it, but, um, I think it's good to get it in a really good position at first. The other, another thing is for dialogue, for sure, if you read it out loud, um, I think you can get better dialogue because these are people who are actually talking in your book. And if you're speaking it out loud and it doesn't sound right, it's not going to read right. So you need to act, and it feels silly. I mean, you feel ridiculous just reading out loud to yourself. Um, but it, it's really helpful with dialogue. Um, with character creation, I think it's important to have a pretty good idea of who your character is before even before a lot of the actions happen in the book. And things can change for the character and you can go back and readjust that later. But and I'm not even just talking about physical appearance. I mean, you should probably, know your physical appearance of your character too but know everything about that character i mean if you if you pick a character for a new book and you say his name is johnny well you need to even though the book wouldn't be about what johnny eats and what johnny what johnny reads and what johnny listens to but you might want to have an idea of what those things about Johnny because Johnny who listens to classical music is probably going to be different than Johnny who listens to alternative rock. So those kind of things are, are good things to have down at the beginning. So what advice would you give? So if there's, you know, that's good advice there. If there's um, 
just on kind of the writing process. But what about, you know, there's someone else out there, they're working their full time job, they're, you know, dreaming kind of your dream that, you know, hey, I could become a, a published author. Um, what, what advice would you give someone to kind of make that happen? Well, first, I would say it's really important to set aside some time every day to just sit down and write. And what pick a time that works for you um, and do it every day. Make sure it you definitely do it every day. Uh, maybe an hour, 30 minutes. You could do it over your lunch hour. You could take 30 minutes for lunch and spend 30 minutes writing. Um, you could do it at night when the kids are asleep. You could do it early in the morning like I do. But just make sure that you set aside that time and you do it every single day like it's your job. And I, and take weekends off. I mean, if, if you don't want to burn yourself out, it's a fun process that you should keep fun. And if you're just doing it to make money, I don't think you should probably be doing it because your heart's not in it. But if you like it, you have a dream and you want to follow it and you're loving what you're doing then then it's not work it's just a fun extra thing that you're doing so um i i would say the best thing to do is is really fit it into your schedule and make a commitment to writing and and that's hard to do but it's just it's just like exercising right whenever people say hey um you know i want to get into shape and i haven't you really need to create a regimen of i'm going to do this every day at this time and I'm not going to make excuses. And if you do that, then I think you, you, you can get a book written fairly quickly and you can get through, you know, get things ready for talking to agents and, and moving forward from there. Okay, that wraps up our first episode of the podcast. Laura Snyder wrote a book. Uh, we'll be back next week where we're going to talk about the process of finding and signing with an agent. Uh, again, the, the book is Witch's Quarters. It's available October 9th. You can buy it on Amazon.com. You can buy it on Barnes & Noble. Uh, you can find other places to buy it at Laura Snyder, Snyder with an I, stories.com. And we will talk to you again next week. <laughs>